Greetings, everyone. You're tuned in to another session of Let's Talk Jesus. I'm Rayshard Pinkney. I want you to get close and get your Bibles and follow me in the scripture. And let's have a conversation that matters. How would you know when Jesus has sent them? How would you know? Because there's a lot of deceivers out there. So how would you know if that person was sent by Jesus? Being sent is very important. A lot of people get happy off of spiritual gifts. They get happy off of uh, people proclaiming themselves to be some minister, some preacher. But a preacher's job is very dangerous because whatever he says, people can be judged by it. They can be judged by what a preacher says. And so to run after the position of being a minister is not wise by any means. But on the contrary, the way you can protect yourself from being deceived by a so-called minister, you have to go to the order of which God send ministers. So if you go by the order in which God send ministers, then you can protect yourself from a false minister. Huh? If somebody is not sent in the order in which God ordained, then I cannot give them the credentials that they claim. A lot of times people want the credentials of a minister. They want to be called reverend this. They want to be called apostle that. They want to be called something that they cannot identify with the order in which God sends. And that's why the scripture teaches that God is a God of order. He do things decent and in order. So whenever you get a minister that's performing the works of God and he's performing it out of order, then there's a red flag already because God does things in order. And so when you're looking to protect yourself from bad intention ministers, then you have to check the order of God. The scripture says in Romans 10, it says, how can they call on him in whom they have not heard? And then it say, how can they hear without a preacher? But it say, how can they preach except they be sent? So being sent is a very important part of ministry. A lot of people will tell you, well, I was called to preach. I was called to do this. But the scripture teaches that you must be sent. If you ever had a parent to call you, call mean to come. A lot of preachers, before they come, they go. So they miss their assignment with God because they're rushing out to go do something that they have not yet been ordained to do. So this is why the order of God is so important because before God sends you, he calls you. And when he calls you, you are getting prepared. You're getting prepared for the assignment that he's going to send you to do. Take Paul, for instance. But before Paul was sent out to the Gentiles, he was first converted. He was first called uh, on the world to Damascus. He was called. He had to come to God. He had a thought process of how he thought religion and how he thought spirituality should be. But when God called him, he came. Who is it, Lord? He said, I am Jesus. So a lot of preachers are going and not coming. If God call you, don't go, come. Huh? 
And so that's what's messing a lot of them up. They're not sent. Huh? They went. Yeah. Jeremiah 23 and 21 says, I have not sent these prophets and say, yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. Huh? So don't get enticed just because people are willing to do a spiritual work. To do a spiritual work that's ordained and authorized by God is going to have order. And that's what you want to look for when you're looking for a minister of God. You want to look for God's order, especially when it comes down to the church of God. The church of God must have order. Now, God can send somebody to speak a word to you. The scriptures say, be careful the way you entertain strangers. He says, some have entertained angels on the well. An angel is a messenger. They give you a word that is relevant to what you need. So um, a person can come along and give you a word that is beneficial to maybe your situation. They can come along and give you a word that is beneficial to your life. But don't let people fool you that they were sent by God and they're out of order. Because God is going to send a preacher with his order. Huh? This is why the, 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 the ministry of God is documented in the scripture. When you read Ephesians, Ephesians talk about the gifts that God have given unto men. We always know that God will send order. First, he don't send things out of order. Even when a child is born, a child is born orderly. Uh, you get the water to break, then the life come. The head come out first, then the rest of the body come out. Any other way, there's some type of malfunction. There's some type of complication. There's some type of issue. Well, that's how it is with God. So God sends prophets and apostles. Those are the only two offices that God himself said in the word that he sends directly for the church. Okay? Ephesians 11 and 49. Ephesians 11 49. He said, hereby, he said, I will send them prophets and apostles. Uh, we know that a prophet is the eyes of God. He's the blueprint man. He sees the things that God will do. Whereas the apostle is the one that God actually uses to execute what the prophet saw. That's why if you look at what the prophet saw, they saw the coming of Christ. The prophet saw, they saw the church being established, but they were not the ones that actually established it. Jesus told Peter, upon this rock, I'll build my church. Jesus used his apostle. He used his minister in order to Establish the church. So if you're going by anything other than the order that God ordained, then it's easy to be deceived. He said, many shall come to me. And he said, many shall come in my name saying that I am Christ. And he said, they're going to deceive many. The reason they're going to deceive many is because people are looking for flattering words. People are looking for people to talk right. And people are looking for them to talk proper and formally, all educated. But God's ministers are orderly ministers. And that's why whenever God's uh, 
prophets spoke in the scripture, uh, they would they would be able to identify which one God had in charge. Uh, even when Peter and uh, Paul uh, was actually talking, they actually had a unified meeting uh, where they both came together and found out um, any issues that they might have had. It's always orderly. Now today, everybody doing everything. Everybody speaking to what they want to speak. Everybody going to where they want to go. But when you deal with God's ministers, it's going to be an order to it. So that's how you identify if a man is sent by God. Check the order of how he came. How can they preach except they be sent? Who is your sender? The word apostle means sent. So then an apostle has the power to send other men. But he himself have to be sent first by God. So if you get an apostle that's not sent by God, he's an ordained apostle, then how can he work in the capacity if he was ordained by somebody higher than him? He's the first person that God put in the church. God set some in the church, first apostles. If you get a man that call himself an apostle and he's not working in that order, he's not working in that place, then he has moved from the order of God. This is one way to interpret whether God is dealing with him. Because God will not break his word. God harmonizes with his word. God agrees with his word. He don't break his word. Huh? So everybody that say they are apostles, everybody that say they are ministers, check their order. Huh? Because the trick of the enemy is to make things look as if it is of God. And the devil has the power to do that. I want to show you that in the scripture. The devil has the power to make himself look as if he is of God. Now, why would you say that? One thing you got to know about the devil is he knows the past, the present, and he knows the future. Uh, the devil knows the scripture. He used the scripture on Jesus. So this is why it is important that you know the scripture because if the devil know the scripture, then you need to know the scripture or you need to be connected with a man of God, a minister of God that is enlightened in the scripture because then you all will go astray. Some people say, well, if I'm following him, then if he's wrong, that's okay. No, the scriptures say if the blind lead the blind, he says they both will fall in the ditch. So then you are held responsible for who's leading you just as well as the person that is leading you is held responsible for you following them. This is why the job of the preacher, ain't no real man of God running to the opportunity. He might be running away from it. But as time go on, he know that he has to answer to God. He know that he have to come. It ain't many times that your parent is going to call you and you don't come. So a minister is the same way. He might not want to do the will of God. He might not want to lead the people. But God will trouble him so until he is willing to do the will of God. And this is why you must understand who you are following. Because who you are following can dictate the destination of your life. Huh? And Satan knows that. So all Satan has to do is make something appease you. Make something look as if it is right in your eyes and have you thinking you're following Christ all the time and yet it's a lie. Huh? 
2 Corinthians 11, and uh, we'll start at verse uh, 13. 7, uh, 2 Corinthians 11 and 13. Look at what it says. It says, for such are false apostles, good God Almighty, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. How do somebody transform themselves into being an apostle of Christ if they were a false apostle? It says, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Huh? Good God am I. This is what I'm trying to tell you. That's why the scripture is say uh, in verse 16, he say, I say again, let no man think me a fool, if otherwise yet as a fool receive me, that I may boast myself a little. You got to know one thing, that Satan can do these things right in the midst of a church congregation. He can make the minister seem as if he's God's minister because people are not looking at the doctrine. The doctrine is the thing that governs the church. The doctrine is the thing that governs the preacher. The doctrine, the doctrine of the apostle, the doctrine of Jesus Christ is the thing that keep you from being deceived and keep you from being misled. But if you're not following according to doctrine, then you're going by how the preacher makes you feel. Some people are following ministers because the minister ordained them. If a minister didn't ordain you according to the promise and the right the righteousness of the word, I would drop the ordination. I would leave the ordination because it ain't worth nothing anyway. If like somebody giving you a $3 bill, it's not real. So then we must go by the setup that God left on record. We must go by the setup that God ordained. Without going by the setup that God ordained, then you, you make yourself subject to these false teachers. You make yourself subject to these false man-made preachers. That God never sent. Huh? Satan used the scripture on Jesus. But Jesus knew the word. Huh? So if you want to see a, a, a minister deceive people, just let him keep going on and you never question his doctrine. This is why people don't want to hear the truth because, see... In order to identify the truth, you're going to have to bring up doctrine. And doctrine is a teaching that is sound in the word. What you mean? Word. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be down. That is a doctrinal teaching scripture. They asked Peter on the day of Pentecost, what must we do? Huh? He said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is a doctrinal teaching. This is how you find out if a minister is sent, if he's teaching according to the doctrine, and out from the doctrine comes all the other teachings. All the other teachings of substance come from the foundation, come from the foundation and the doctrine of the apostle. Amen. So it said, it said, don't marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. 
Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, who end is according to their works. This is why Jesus said, many shall come to me in that day and say, Lord, I cast out devils. I prophesied in thy name. He said, depart from me. He said, your work was of iniquity. Iniquity is a hidden sin. A iniquity is a sin that have not been manifested. If a woman get pregnant you can, and she's not married, then you can see the sin because of her belly. But a minister that preaches in the name of Jesus, he uses Jesus' name to pray, he uses Jesus' name to heal, it's harder to identify him as a false prophet if you're not using doctrine. The first thing I'm looking for when a minister declares he is sent of God is who sent you? God called you to do this work. Who sent you? And when their order is not right, I don't care how great of a teacher they are. I don't care how, how much of a following they get. If their order is not right, it's not of God. God is a God of order. So I encourage you, check the order of your ministers. I encourage you, check the order of your preacher and ask your preacher, who sent you? And how do you know that you were sent of God? And his teachings are in line with the word. They don't fight the word. Every true preacher know the order of God. The scriptures say we are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. A foundation is the beginning of a building. So if you got people trying to build up as a spiritual house in Christ, what? where's the foundation? The foundation is the first thing that goes down. And that's why the apostle is so necessary because he's the first thing. He's the first minister. He's the first teacher that God sends to a people. Huh? The introduction of the gospel is by the apostle. Huh? So check that. That's what you're looking for. I'm looking to see if you have God's order by your doctrine. Never mind how many people follow you. Never mind how many cars and jets and planes you have. Never mind if you talk eloquently. Huh? I believe the scripture even talk about uh, Apollos being uh, eloquent in the scripture. But Apollos, uh, he had to come subject to the words of the apostle. Even though he was eloquent in the scripture, he had to come subject to the words of an apostle. And this is how every minister, any minister that's truly desiring to do the work of God, when he hears the order of God, he comes subject to it. Apollos and his wife, they both were, were able to explain the scripture. They both, uh, I'm sorry, Aquila and Priscilla, Aquila and Priscilla, a husband and a wife was able to teach a man that was already knowledgeable and eloquent in explaining the scripture, but a man and a wife, a man and his wife that was following the teachings of an apostle, they were able to redirect him and get him back on track and get him on the right track so that he can be a true minister of God, so that he can be an effective minister. And that's what any true minister would do. I'm not saying every minister will have an apostle. Sometimes God can send a man and he'll find out his work later. But when he hears the truth of the gospel, he won't reject it. Huh? He'll fall in line. He'll find his place in the ministry of God. He'll find his work. Huh? He won't fight it. 
Amen. The scriptures say, how can they preach except they be sent? You must be sent to be of God. Not called. You must be sent. And when you want to know if he's sent, check the order. That's how the police find out if you're supposed to be driving. He check your license. He don't look at how good your car is. He don't look to see if your car clean. He don't look to see if you got all four tires uh, not flat. He don't look to check the air pressure in your tire. He don't look to check the radiator. Huh? He don't see if your sunroof down. He don't look to see who you're in there riding with. You can be riding in there with your wife. You can be riding in there with your side chick. All he care about is your license. Your license is the doctrine. Your license is your authorization. Your license is your authentication to be doing what you're doing. And that's how it is to be a true man of God. You got to have authorization. God have to have authorized you to do the work that he called you to do. There you have it. You just heard another session of Let's Talk Jesus. I'm Ray Shard, and if you would like to hear these sessions live and in person, email me at letstalkjesus at hotmail.com. Until next time, stay blessed.